<laughs> Not Batman and Vengeance. Welcome everyone to Lunchbox TV review of The Batman 2022, directed by Matt Reeves, starring Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz. Uh, yeah, uh, this is the big one from DC for this year, so let's talk. Uh, the story revolves around a, a continuous series of killings uh, by the Riddler with purpose, and he leaves his, uh, you know, little clues at the crime scene, very vintage uh, Riddler stuff, and uh, Batman does his detective work to track him down. Uh, this is a very stylistic, uh, go figure, a darker take on the Dark Knight. It, it sounds so cliche uh, by now, but uh, I, I don't know if it's the darkest, but uh, it, it, it might be. Uh, and but, but it is a grittier one. It's uh, I don't know if it's as realistic a take as uh, Christopher Nolan's, but it is grounded. Uh, not a lot of gadgets. It's a year one Batman. Uh but yeah, that was uh, the spoiler-free. Let's uh, let's talk initial thoughts. What did everyone think of the movie? I will go first. I went okay. So I didn't want to have an opinion going in. Like I didn't want to have expectations. I couldn't succeed in that because I I accidentally on purpose watched an interview uh, of Robert Pattinson talking about all the roles he's ever played. And I didn't think he was going to talk about Batman because Batman wasn't out at the time, but he talked a little bit about his thought process behind playing Batman. And it made me so excited for this movie because there's something about the interview. He said something to the effect of when he got the role of Batman, everyone was telling him, don't watch the Batman movies. Just like, don't watch any of them. And he's like, well, I've already seen all of them. I love Batman. Like, they're my favorite. Why would I have not seen these movies? And he watched them again because he's like, I want to be a different Batman. I want to see what's already been done because I'm not going to be better than any of these people at their portrayals. I want to do my own. So I went in really excited because I was like, that sounds really interesting. I like the thought process. He's a method actor. I like the thought process. And it delivered in that aspect for me. And I was really happy. I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Um, there's a lot without going spoilery. There's a lot of horror elements in this movie. And I love it. It's so good for that. Um, I, I, it's weird because at the time of watching it, it didn't feel that way. And then I had a conversation with a coworker who took their teenager, like their young, like 13 year old son to go see it. I was like, yeah, my kid was traumatized. And then I realized, oh yeah, this is kind of a horror movie. And that made me love it even more. So I really liked it. <laughs> uh, for me, it is my favorite batman movie so far um i've watched all the uh other batmans and i mean they were good but none of them like none of them i didn't like it as much as this when people were talking about how this is more of like a david fincher movie a la uh zodiac and seven i was like okay we'll see and it did and because of that i really enjoyed uh this movie like i said it's my favorite batman i like yeah, so I, I, uh, the rest is kind of, it's going to go through it to, like, uh, spoilers. So, uh, yes, I love it. Uh, 
I'm a little lukewarm on it. I'll be honest with you. Uh, like what the movie gets right, it gets like like probably the best for, from like any Batman movie I've seen. Like the, like for, for example, Robert Pattinson as Batman in costume. I think that's the best portrayal as Batman in costume. But as Bruce Wayne, well, we'll 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 just save that for spoilers, I guess, because because I I don't want to talk, but but you, you can kind of gauge. Uh, what it's like from the uh, commercials that 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 uh, you know it's kind of easy to tell that that one weird dude is the other weird dude in the costume, but uh, <laughs> I'll elaborate later. Uh, yeah, and um, man, that third act did not work for me at all. Uh, the Riddler as a villain, it it worked up to a point until you know they fleshed him out, and then that I found that lacking. Um, but Zoe Kravitz is hot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Amen. Amen yeah. to that. Uh, let's talk story. Um, well, yeah. What, what uh, your thoughts on the story? Uh, I, I guess, like Lou said, it's kind of like uh, Seven and Zodiac, uh, you know, David Fincher movies. Uh, there's a crime scene. Batman's doing his detective work uh, in a way that we haven't really uh seen him do in any of the previous movies and alfred is helping out with the the puzzles really really this is all spoilers by the way you know just in case yeah just in case uh but uh but yes and uh there's an intricate web uh going on in the story i i i guess i'll I'll give my opinion first because it gets a little on the negative side yeah uh so it's really intricate and it weaves all over the place, but it doesn't weave towards anything. Um, it, it, it's very open. Like it, it does the one thing, the one cardinal sin for me, cardinal sin of a comic book movie or like for any franchise first movie, it's setting up the rest right at the gate. And it's like, no, you have to have us care right now. It's like the same sin that Amazing Spider-Man committed. Like countless minutes wasted on Peter Parker's parents that we don't care about. And in, in this movie, countless minutes wasted on whatever the hell Riddler was going on about because we never found out. Like it's teased. I, I thought it's like, oh, okay, this is cool. He's going to be revealed to be, you know, the, the secret Wayne brother. Uh, like that's why he's freaking out. That's why being an orphan's a big deal. Uh, Martha Wayne, you, you know, it it, it it it's a good element to introduce to this movie uh, to set it apart from the rest. But you know, they didn't. It, it, it was and they get me started on the end cameo. We'll get to that. <laughs> Waste of time. Damn it! All right, pass the ball next. <laughs> Michelle, you want to weigh in on? <laughs> I mean, sure, I'll I'll fight. No, I'm kidding. Um, I truly didn't have any big issues with the story. I really liked it. The thing I think I like the most, because I don't, like, I've seen all, I think, all of the Batman movies, but, like, some of them are, I'm going to use the word, older <laughs> for me. Um, so I've not seen a really, what I would say, a good portrayal of Riddler. And I loved this portrayal as far as like the story elements and why Riddler was doing the things 
made enough sense to me to care. And the thing I like the most about actually the story aspect of Riddler, because I'll talk about like character performance, all that after, is the scene where he encounters Batman and you get that like fake out of like, maybe he knows that Batman's Bruce Wayne, but he doesn't. And it's this really interesting moment of realization, at least this is how it played out in my mind, that Riddler is crazier than Batman thought. And Batman is not as smart as Riddler thought. Because they really thought like each other was doing something that they just weren't. Like it was actually a really interesting moment where they're both flawed in their separate like ideas. And I've never seen that like that before. Because usually like comparing it to another type of like serial killer type of movie, the the hero figures out the serial killer and like they make sense and like there is a logic. It's just a twisted one. Whereas it felt like Riddler didn't necessarily like he was just crazy at the end of the day like he really was and I think that final like scene in the jail cell kind of solidified that and I liked that as far as the story went so then the final sequence or like the the big climax he's not necessarily the big bad anymore because his ideas have like evolved into this like group of people which like kind of a stretch but as far as an action movie goes that makes the most sense because the whole time I'm watching this like how the hell is this dorky Riddler gonna fight Batman this is gonna be not good (laughs) this is gonna be a very anticlimactic battle and then that battle was completely removed from the equation and it was kind of a wool over the eyes moment but I liked that I thought that was kind of refreshing and different so yeah all right so for me um like uh the things that Alex said grievances over the story I kind of agree with but uh with all, with all that, I kind of give it a pass because I've also seen all the Batman movies and not uh, this one was more geared towards Batman being a detective. I mean, the comic says the world's greatest detective, right? Although this is year two Batman, he's still trying to figure out uh, what he's doing. He's making mistakes. He's uh, walking slow sometimes. I, I <laughs> don't really get why he did that. Uh, but... Yeah, it, it was very interesting uh, for me that they went this way. And I loved it because, like I said, I'm, I'm a big fan of like the Fincher movie Zodiac and uh, Seven. Although, like, pretty much you could make this into a David Fincher movie, kind of just taking out Batman, replacing it with somebody that doesn't wear a costume, right? So it's it's just kind of an added bonus that this happened to be Batman. Um I, it was, it didn't even really feel that long. I mean, the, the movie was two hours and 55 minutes. And for some reason, I was like really into like everything that was happening. And I was uh, invested in it. And yeah, so little little things of the story bugged me. Um, like, I think Alex mentioned it. I, I was actually thinking about the whole uh, secret Wayne thing. But then it never panned out. Uh, it would have been more of an impact through uh to the whole movie but yeah i mean as as a story it it was great i i enjoyed it uh since we're not coming back to it i I might as well um continue on on what i was saying about like the third act and and again it has to come it comes down to the joke the joker might as well be (laughs) the joker yeah he he, yeah might, might as well um yeah the riddler uh there's no motivation uh being crazy 
is is a lazy way of like portraying a character. It's like, oh, hey, you gotta care. He's crazy. He's unhinged. He's uh, but but somehow he's charismatic enough to gain all these followers who will literally die and kill uh, and mass murder for him. It, it it's not cohesive. That the, the one thing doesn't link to the other. Like like uh, it, it that doesn't work on a personal level. Uh, public shootings and uh, and 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 a whole disaster porn should I I I, I don't know it was from the comics like the, the whole flooding thing but w- like putting one on top of the other it's ugly it's nasty and it's cheap it's it's like cheap heat like, like cheap way to get Batman like to cheer for Batman uh, you, you could have done better you you could have actually had you know maybe Riddler had just a handful. Uh, of people behind him, I don't know. It, it's really it, it. It was weird because the things that it was veering towards, it just did this like crazy hook turn, and it did not go just for the sake of being unique. And 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 then you're left with, well, we kind of wasted our time with the whole Carmine Falcone thing. But like being Selena's father, okay, that's a that's a, a neat wrinkle. Ultimately, like like it didn't pan out, and now. We're hearing there's a penguin show, like what year mm-hmm. one penguin and stuff. It, it, it's it's like you, you kind of dealt with this in the movie, so we wouldn't be you know wanting anything more. But uh, but yeah, that's that's me on the third act issue, and and like most likely the other problems I have will come out. I don't know if anyone wants to, you know, say it's okay to have mass shootings uh, in a in a in a Madison Square Garden. I don't think anyone's going to take that stand. I don't think anyone's about to take Thumbs up for public shootings. Thumbs up. (laughs) We're problematic. We're not that bad. I I was like, what the hell? Like, what? Are are you going to shoot into the, into the crowd? Was that the plan? They were going to shoot into the crowd, not just kill the, the, the mayor? The mayor? I thought they were just going to kill the mayor. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought they were like, just aiming for the mayor. But a dozen, a dozen people to do that with, with heavy artillery? I, I don't. Exactly. Exactly. I, you know, I'm not sure. I'm questioning. It. I'm not sure. Exactly. Maybe like I, yeah. I interpreted, I interpreted it as less of like. This sounds so weird. I'm trying to. Okay, like it was a bunch of independent people with the same idea, so it didn't feel like a coordinated attack. It was just a bunch of idiots thinking they were the one doing it. I don't know why that's what my thought process is. So instead of them being like, let's kill a million people, it's like, I'm going to be the one to kill the mayor. So it's all these people coming to do the same thing. Because, like, they, uh, they, I don't they, know. I it, This is veering into, like, sketchy territory of me, like, insulting a lot of people on the internet. But, like, it reminds me of, like, that, like, incel culture of, like, all these idiots that think they're alone on this island of, like, this is the thought process and I'm the only one who feels that way. Like, let me go do something about it. And it's a bunch of idiots doing it. And they're, like, rallying behind this one person that they think makes sense, but it literally just doesn't make sense. That is how I interpreted it. So it didn't feel like this mass shooting waiting to happen. It was like, but, but target. I don't know. But I don't that's know. It exactly make why it is. It's so weird. That, 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 but that's exactly why it is because, like, they're, Matt Reeves presented these incels, uh, you, you know, worshiping King Incel himself. So it's like, yeah, we're trying to kill the entire city uh, via flood. Let's kill the rest of them or whoever's in the stadium. So, so that, that's why it's like this is really ugly. Like, like 
You know, you, like in, in the okay, the old movies, you had the penguin riding this huge like like duck thing like through the water. Yeah, you, you, you know, just it, it was just not that it should be harmless fun, but it like but, it, it could have just been like Batman has to stop these bombings and, and but, okay, and, okay. Follow follow up like probing question, and this is just I'm trying to so with the first two thirds of the movie presented the way they are, where like they're gritty, the kills are gnarly. It's like it's something out of Saw, <laughs> like truly. Um, some of the kills felt very Jigsaw, like OG Jigsaw to me, not you know not current stupid, but like really nasty kills. Where you're at this level of like depravity that's very uncomfortable to watch maybe to people who don't watch a lot of horror so like i'm chilling but to like the average moviegoer who's going to see a superhero movie then the climax is this really ugly really makes you feel not good thing i think almost makes sense in that context if you're going for like a really ugly uncomfortable feeling if do you know what i mean like you know how we've talked about like those movies that make you feel a little nauseous after I think yeah, this could have had that like effect on people. Uncomfortable a little bit. Yeah, like like the way the Joker movie could have had on people, right? Like that kind of like really discomfort, like, oh my, like, oh, that's really nasty to see. This could, if the intention was to do that, I think they did, they probably succeeded in that. I don't know if that was the intention. Like, I'm not sure. But in that context, I think it does work in how nasty and gritty and like uncomfy that is. Does that... I don't know. I'm and not going to convince you to like it, but no, no, no. It's it, it it's fine. It's just yeah, you, you know, it's your opinion. Like yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay, uh, Lou, want to weigh in uh, on, <laughs> on on the nastiness at the end? <laughs> I think to a point it was a bit uh, unnecessary. Like all the, the the extra over the top violence felt unnecessary but at, at that point i was just kind of uh my brain was mush and i was just like what's gonna happen next so it didn't even really sink in until like now when you guys were talking about it i'm like oh that's true because i was just really into like the the, the detective aspect of the story that somehow i kind of overlooked everything else but yeah in a way, I kind of do agree with, like, the, the violence was too much and it didn't need to be like that. But also, I kind of also agree that it needed to happen so that you get this, like, we're talking about uncomfortable feeling and it, it, it keeps you engaged with, with the movie. But, but to what end, though? Like, like as, a, you, you know, Batman is Batman. Batman, like, like... Okay, fair. It's his year one, but like him, he's not just failing, but like he's he's falling flat on his face in terms of failure. Like, like he's saving people. That was like, you you know, the nice caveat at the end, but at the same time, and, and like I know Scott Snyder, great Capullo, uh, year zero story. It's the same thing, but like in the comics, you also have like forty years of Batman continuity where he's saving the day. And and you you know he's doing all this stuff, like this sort of thing. I like I feel like this like you know crotchety old man is like oh it doesn't belong in superhero movies. But it's just that it was so weird. It, 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 it's it, it's just a bizarre take. It doesn't make me want to watch more movies for for this the this saga. You know it like yeah 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, as hosts, they get last say. So, <laughs> all right, let's talk characters. I'll start again, but in a great way. Robert Pattinson. They made him tall as the. Uh, <laughs> they made him tall. Everybody looked up to him. And I'm like, like, I'm like, okay, this is great. This is how how tall Batman should be. Yeah, that's yeah. The performances across the board, everybody brought their A game. Uh, Colin Farrell, great. Um, Zoe Kravitz, amazing. Paul Dano, it, it, yeah, it, great performance. Everybody put on a, a great performance. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I I can't say anything. Like, like, like the, the only negative I mentioned it earlier. Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne, like, not that he should be a playboy or anything. That's what people are saying. But like he shouldn't be that much of a friggin' weirdo. Like, like you, you, you know what I mean? That's kind of, that's the giveaway. That, that that's like you act like a weirdo, and, and and like people are gonna know. It's like, oh, this guy's really weird. We don't see him. He's always beaten <laughs> up. All right, like, oh, okay, yeah, that's got to be Batman. But but that's it. Um, so I have a theory about mm-hmm. just in general. So I talked to quite a few people about this movie because a lot of people in my circle watched it. And there's a direct correlation um, so, so that I've seen so far of people who like versus don't love this movie based on whether they care about Bruce Wayne or Batman as a character. So what I mean by that is I don't care about Bruce Wayne as a character. He's never really intrigued me. I prefer Batman. Um, I prefer the character of Batman. Um, whereas Bruce Wayne felt like always to me a cheaper, shittier version of Tony Stark. <laughs> Like it's the same, same archetype. It's the it's the billionaire playboy. Da 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 da. I've seen it done really well with Tony Stark, and then I've seen it done not so well with Bruce Wayne. And that's where Bruce Wayne will always live in my brain. So seeing this angsty kind of weird Bruce Wayne worked because I've never seen that before. Whereas a couple of my friends who love Bruce Wayne as a character, they like to see him being suave and doing his thing. They didn't love this movie as much because they don't get their Bruce Wayne. And to them, it's just another Batman because they've never really cared about Batman per se. And I just think that's kind of interesting. Um, but for me, all the performances were phenomenal. I like angsty Bruce Wayne. I like it a lot. I'm a big fan of it. It's I like that it's not a huge part of the movie because he's more Batman than he is Bruce Wayne. And I think that works to this movie's benefit. Um, so that's fine. I like that the makeup made sense because when I saw it in the trailer, I was really not happy about it. I, I just, it felt like they're really trying to be that angsty. Like I'm listening to my chemical romance and got my black <laughs> eyeliner, but it made sense for the character is why he would have blacked his eyes, um, to, to work with the cowl. So that like, I get that, like it actually worked in the character and it didn't feel as like weird as I thought it would. Um, so that was like my only like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like it. And I adore uh, New Gordon, Jeffrey Wright. I freaking, yes, yes, please. From the moment that he was cast, I was so excited. He did not disappoint. I adore him in that role. I think he's just so spectacular. Everyone's great, but he was like, great. So good. Uh, for me, I think uh, most of the performances were also really good. Um I thought Paul Dano was great and then but just kind of tone it down 10% at the uh, with the, with the craziness it was it was a little too much um uh Zoe Kravitz as 
uh, Catwoman was and Selena Kyle was really good, and I thought she could have been used more in the movie because there was points where she just kind of disappeared throughout like the the whole narrative of everything. Um, man, Colin Farrell as as the Penguin, like I I I have I'm gonna you know I haven't read a lot of. Uh, Batman, so I don't know if there's this type of penguin in any of the uh, Batman comics, but this this was really good, like the gangster, the mobster type penguin. I I dig it, and it was. If you have to, if you didn't know that that was uh, Colin Farrell, you, you you couldn't really tell because the makeup was, was that good. And as for uh, for Bruce Wayne, uh, like I said, uh, it, it was my favorite portrayal of Batman and Bruce Wayne. Uh, just because we, we've, we've seen it all. We've seen the, the, like Michelle was saying, the billionaire playboy version of, of, uh, Batman, Bruce Wayne. To me, I, this is like my own opinion on this is that I thought that he was working up to that. Like he, he, he's year one or year two Batman. So he couldn't really distinguish yet between the two. So at this point in his, of his like, uh, career, he's still kind of, both uh batman and bruce wayne and he hasn't separated it so that was how i looked at it and i guess eventually he, he'll become he'll have this like the billionaire playboy persona and that's kind of i've seen it all done so that doesn't interest me so the younger version of it the the, the emo version of bruce wayne was really awesome for me it, it was different i think um riddler had a line that kind of stood out to me about that when he met Batman face to face and he said he didn't care who's under the mask because Batman's his true persona and I was yeah. like that makes sense Batman is the fully fledged persona at this point I think Lou you nailed it right there he doesn't know who Bruce Wayne is like Bruce Wayne doesn't know who Bruce Wayne is Bruce Wayne is Batman right now yeah, he doesn't have the he was affected by the tragedy and that's what shaped him right and then he has to come yeah. out of that to become this the, the billionaire playboy that checks out <laughs> my mind and I love it <laughs> Love it. Okay. If that's intentional, I love it. <laughs> I'm, I, I, the poo poo parade is coming. Yay! <laughs> Get your umbrella. Hold on, yeah. Hold on. Um, shit on our parade. I, I, I am, I am, because like w- w- when it comes to Batman and like Superman and Spider Man, the in- interesting part is the dichotomy between the alter ego and uh and and the person himself, like like the battle rages on as to like which is the focal point and and, and like this one there's no question it, it like almost all batman movies it's always batman but there should always be this tension that bruce wayne is an important part of this because of his family's roots like so that his parents did not die in vain so that's why the bruce connection should be in, like at least somewhat important and in the batman the only Time it takes center stage is when Andy Serkis, Alfred, uh, says, like, early on in the movie, it's like, is this what your parents wanted, you know? Uh, and, and it's like, you're not my dad. You're not my dad, man. Like, yeah, it's so cool. What a great line. All right. Uh, <laughs> it, it was a little corny. Uh, like, like, I gave it a pass, but, but, but like, he's young. Fine, sure. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I mean... Fine, fair enough. But but, but look, I'll, I'll I'll just say this: like Zack Snyder's Superman. Look for me, a big reason why it failed is because all he cared about was Superman. He didn't care about Clark Kent, like at all. Uh, 
you know, so I, I, I hope it's not like a foregone issue. I, I, I hope like Bruce Wayne does take precedence uh, because he was a big enough target for the Riddler to try to kill. You know, uh, you should be more prominent in Gotham, I suppose. Uh, okay, let's talk technical elements. Uh, how do you guys feel about like the action stunts, uh, special effects? Uh, they, they looked like almost all practical, didn't they? Uh, for the most part. Uh, yeah. What's your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I can go first. Um, it was really good. Um, again, we, we just keep talking about the darker, grittier Batman. And, well, they succeeded. It was it looked darker, grittier. I mean, Gotham itself was kind of a character in this, in this uh, movie. And it looked great. Like... I don't even know where they filmed this. I think some filmed in like Toronto, maybe. Who knows? Like Montreal. But it looked like just Gotham to me. Like the way I envisioned Gotham in my head, it looks like that. It's always raining. It's always dark. Some freaks with face paint is hiding in a corner somewhere. Um, I think a lot of the the, uh, effects were like Alex was saying, was practical, and I'm, I'm glad that they did it that way. Um, also, the music was really good, too. Like, is I think we were, we've been making fun of uh, all these movies using nostalgic songs to, you know, to put in their movies, and when I heard Nirvana, I actually thought that it fit, and it was, it was great. Oh, you stole what I was going to say, Lou, um, about Gotham. Like, Gotham itself felt like a character. Um, it reminds me of, I think we talked about this when we talked about the thing of, like, the winter and, like, the atmo- like the area being an element, like, of its own. And that's what Gotham really felt like. It felt so fully fleshed out. Like, just visually, I'm like, I look at it, I'm like, yeah, that's Gotham. Like, show me a clip with not Batman. I'm like, that's Gotham for sure. Yeah. Um, no question in my mind it it was so I think continuous in the way it was portrayed so it just felt really like this this everything's happening in Gotham I don't know how to describe it just felt like yep that's where we are I'm not questioning any of it um and of course it worked with like the grittier kind of idea like it really it was the grossest version of Gotham I think I've seen or at least that I paid attention to. It was just like, I, I just, for the first time, I'm like, wow, I super don't want to live there. Like, I, I hate it there. That place sucks. How are yeah, people living here? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I was like worried for just like random humans. I'm like, you shouldn't live there. It seems like a really not good place to live. Um, and I, I, I think that was good. It just, it just added to the tension for me of just like the place itself is scary. Um, so that was amazing. The thing that I actually want to shout out, like as a tech, I don't know if this counts as like a technical element, but the thing I was not sure about was seeing uh, another version of the Batmobile. Because the Dark Knight Batmobile is sick. Like that trilogy, that Batmobile with the little bat cycle, just that's so cool. It's so, so cool. And I was worried that this one would try to top that almost. And it felt like a league of its own. It was something kind of different. And I really liked that. And it felt like that Batmobile matched that Batman and matched that Gotham really well, um, where it wasn't this super showy thing it was this kind of stranger looking vehicle i guess i I don't know it felt like it really belonged and it made sense in that world and i was really really happy to see that and i was happy that it wasn't overused 
because I feel like Dark Knight trilogy had all the amazing Batman Girl sequences I could ever want for the next 30 years. Um, so <laughs> this one didn't have so much of that. And I actually appreciated that they kept like Detective Batman doesn't drive a cool car. He's just a detective. You know what I mean? Like it, it felt like just enough that it's there, but not that it's a focal point of any of the scenes that it was really in. Like there was the, the chase scene, but it didn't feel like the car was the thing to pay attention to. And I liked that. That was a really good chase scene. I, I have to say that they're, they're, they're going like the wrong way on the freeways. And mm-hmm. that was intense. Um, yeah, yeah I, I agree with, 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 with everything uh, everyone said. I, I wanted to add that um, the opening uh, of like the Batman narration and, and, and like just the slow tight, like the zooms into like the, the, the shadowy corridor where like you're expecting to see Batman and he doesn't come and the music intensifies. It grows gradually. Oh my God. That that might've been like the best opening to any Batman movie I, I've ever seen. And and the music, I want to say that too. Like, like what, what this movie gets good, it gets like, like top tier. So bravo. Question. How did you feel about Batman's slow walk? Like I the, hated like, it. I hated okay. it. <laughs> the, the, the slow walk i'm like what are you doing what I, I, when? like like it happened a couple times uh, a few movie, times i think two or three times like the the first the, one alex is right can't argue sick the rest of them i'm curious what you think <laughs> yeah no oh oh i see someone's getting their ass whipped and and like is that a fear thing he That's, does it again when the the police are like the guy with the bomb around the neck. He does it right there. And that was like a very notable one where he just like. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't notice <laughs> that. Like the, the chase scene, like <laughs> once the, the, the penguin flipped over, he's just like, there's traffic and like maybe the cops are coming, but he's just like. <laughs> Why? Whatever. It's, it's theatrics. <laughs> it's to scare the bad guys. That's honestly. Why. That's I why I it. it's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. Like the first one that you mentioned, Alex, like amazing. Like that was so good, made sense. It was great. The they kept trying to redo that feeling. I it never got me there, but I tried to picture it from like the aspect of the person being walked towards, and like it's freaking terrifying every time. <laughs> like that's so scary. I guess in a way, Batman I... is like he's scary looking. Like he he's. I don't know, with his, like, little combat boots on? Like, because they keep zooming in on his, like, combat boots. I'm like, this Batman's gonna break you in half. Like, he's gonna beat you up really mean. And not, like, I don't know. He's just gonna hurt. <laughs> he's gonna hurt you. And he's scary like that. So, I liked that. <laughs> I liked it. It's worth noting that he's been called Vengeance more times than Batman in this movie. True. Uh, <laughs> yeah. True. Well, there you go. Vengeance walks real damn. Vengeance slow. walks really slow. Batman maybe a little bit faster, but Vengeance <laughs> walks slow. He's gonna learn how to run in the second movie. Everybody, watch out! Oh, <laughs> Part yeah. of his running down the corridor. Oh, scary. So uh, let's talk favorite scenes. I, I just want to say mine was definitely the intro with the narration. I, I told everyone why. Easy piece of cake. Uh, how about you guys? What was your favorite scene? My favorite scenes. Uh, there's there's two. And we mentioned one earlier, and that was the the car chase. And man, like everything about that scene, like even like just the roar of the engine was just so loud. Like you felt the 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 tense of the tension of like Penguin, especially the way he was shot, where you can kind of see uh, Penguin's face while he's being chased, 
And then the other flip to that scene was like, you just see the back of the uh, the Batmobile and just going forward. And I thought that was really good. Um, and then my, sec- my second favorite scene was, I think it was in the trailer when he just comes out of the dark and people are just shooting him. And he's just walking and like, you only see the, the light from the, uh, like the, yeah. the gunshots. The muzzle, that was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. That one's my favorite. Just the, the Batman getting shot a bunch of scenes. <laughs> I really liked, I just really, it, 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 I don't know. I really liked it. Like that was really cool. The muzzle flashes were amazing. And I, this is, I, it's a silly scene and it's not a good one, but it just, it sticks in my mind. And it's the the bomb around the neck scene where the guy explodes and Batman gets like exploded and then he wakes up on a table with all the cops around him. Oh, that yeah. was actually yeah, that was weird. <laughs> it was such a weird scene, but I actually loved it because um, it like the scenes that I like. Jeffrey Wright is in them and he's shining like a superstar, and he was a superstar in that scene. And then leading to like. That was right before, like, he was talking one-on-one to Batman. He's like, okay, like, you're going to escape. And then he just, Batman just decks him. Love that. That was so great. I honestly, like, the, let's boil it down to what I truly like. Batman, Gordon, being bros. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I liked their relationship and I really believed, like, I really bought into their relationship in this movie. I really, really liked it. And, like, to be fair, I loved a Gordon in Batman, like, Dark Knight. Loved him too, Gary Oldman. Also fantastic. But Jeffrey Wright just is so good. I don't know. Yeah. Right on. Okay, let's uh, let's make a list here. Top three Batman. Uh, are, are we just talking Batman or like Batman, Bruce Wayne, or, or is it just Batman? Batman. Batman, okay. Uh, you guys can go ahead. Just Batman. Uh, I can go first. Uh, still, my favorite Batman. Um... It's still Michael Keaton. I don't know. It was the first Batman on film that I've ever seen, and I thought his portrayal of Batman was perfect. Like the as Batman as Bruce Wayne, I thought it was really good. And uh, second is Robert Pattinson, because like I said, it, it's the it's a different one where we just see him grow into maybe that uh, Bruce Wayne persona. And it's more brutal in this one. And thirdly, uh, what's his name? Christian Bale. Gore the God Butcher. <laughs> Alex, can you go next? I really need to think. Like, I was not prepared for this question. I need to think more. <laughs> um, man, I, 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 it, I don't think it's recency bias because I just saw it. But, but I do think Robert Pattinson... Uh, did play like the best just pure batman on screen just uh the presence and how he was how like how i want to say not calm but like consistent he was in his attitude as batman like 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 you you didn't see him uh freak out or or, or do anything wild in, in crime scenes or anything like that he was always very uh, th- very much the way the animated series Batman was, and and like the animated series Batman is, you know, by far it's my Batman. That's um, it's, it's so, a perfect Batman. That yeah, animated series yeah, one. A perfect, yeah, absolutely, Kevin Conroy. Uh, but yeah, Robert Pattinson, I'd I'd give him uh, the top. How many Batmans? Batman were there? Yeah, uh, like can you name every Batman? I don't even know. George Clooney, Val Kilmer, 
Adam West. Adam West. <laughs> I don't think I could ever. Ben Affleck. Uh, Affleck. There's another one, I think. Um, yeah, Michael Keaton. Hmm. I don't know. Um, Val Kilmer was all right for what he did, but you only saw him in one movie, and the movie was so-so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, am, I, I don't know. Michael Keaton was good. I, I just haven't seen those movies in a while. Yeah. I even like Ben Affleck. Uh, yeah, Ben Affleck. I, I like besides the killing, the 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 ridiculous amount of murder that he did. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, Restore he, the Snyderverse. Oh no! Oh my God! You Stop t- it! Get out of here! <laughs> this YouTube uh, video is gonna be—it's gonna get pinged or something. It's gonna go. <laughs> yeah, to we said a lot of yeah. trigger words for people. <laughs> <laughs> that like, uh, but yeah, I, I I don't know. Robert Pattinson is top. Uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Michelle. Okay. So, yeah, Battenson is number one for me. Um, I really, I, I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a fan. I, I was never on Team Edward, but I am on Team Batman. <laughs> so, there's Are that. Team Jacob? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, I was Team Jacob. Weird. You didn't watch our reader watch, Alex. I'm technically, <laughs> I'm technically Team Boo Boo, so you should watch it so you know what that means. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so team bat team bat Battinson. Then Christian Bale's next. I, I, okay, here's my issue. I didn't grow up with a lot of these Batmans, so the ones that I'm gonna list are ones that I watched organically, like not looking back and being like, "Oh wow, this was my mom's Batman, or this was my cousin's <laughs> Batman, or whoever's Batman." You know what I mean? Like this was so and so's Batman. Whereas, like, the three I'm going to list were my Batman, if that makes sense. So mine is Pattinson, Bale, and then George Clooney. Because, like, that, I don't like Batfleck at all. But, like, but that's only because, like, I Clooney. saw the, like, George Clooney was the first Batman I ever saw. Bat nipples? Yeah. He was the first Batman I watched. Like, the first Batman movie that I can actually remember being like, I'm watching a Batman. This is so exciting. Because, like, I don't know. I didn't grow up with the other ones. I watched them later on. Like, well, later Fair on, I was still young. Fair but, enough. So it, to me, like, when I think Batman, I do think bat nipples a lot of the time. Like, my brain still kind of goes there. It's just more, like, Christian Bale kind of got the, the the bat nips out of there. So that's why those are number three for me, and he's number two. And now my now my adult brain is Battenson. So my child brain is George Clooney Batman. <laughs> so that's where we're at. Fair enough. Uh, okay, uh, we're coming to the end, so let's hear your final thoughts and score. Uh, yeah, so, like I said, this is my favorite Batman. Um, when you thought it couldn't go dark and grittier, it did. Uh, but I do like the the detective aspect the most of this movie. And although I have some, you know, problems with uh, Paul Dana's, like, just over riddling and uh it it was still a really good batman film good enough to make it my favorite and i would give it a 8.5 out of 10 um yeah i i really like it i like this movie a lot um no it's not a 10 calm down it is not a 10 i think gotta build up those 10s michelle i know i know i'm like, I apparently don't, I'm not as easy as you guys, so, like, good for me. <laughs> not every movie's a 10. I We're love it. I can, still, I can still love a movie and it's not a 10. 
Um, yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I think actually the further out I get from watching it, the more I enjoy it. Um, and the more conversations I've had about it, the more I've actually enjoyed it as well. Because I, it didn't register to me that this is borderline horror when I first saw it. It didn't register in my brain. And now I'm convinced this is partially a horror movie. And it changes how I recommend it to people because I'd recommend it to my friend. I'm going to have to go text her and be like, I'm just kidding. Don't. Because I think it'll be too scary for you. Because I actually think it might scare her. So like, Lauren, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. Don't watch it. It's going to traumatize you. But I think it is fantastic. It's It makes Dark Knight trilogy look like sunshine and rainbows. And I love that because I like it to be dark and gritty. <laughs> That's my vibe. Um, yes. And I'm reserving a 10 for potentially a sequel because I think based on the conversations we've had here today and a lot of what Lou has said, I'm like, Lou, I want you to work on the sequel because everything you said makes me excited for a sequel of seeing this character progress in like the direction we think it could go. That could Matt be a Reeves, 10. Matt like, call me. Yeah, like it could be like, that could be so, so sick. And I'm going to say it because we never really talked about it. Like I have no problem with another Joker. Um, knowing who that actor is, it's the dude from Eternals. It's that sketchy mind control dude from Eternals. And honestly, I think he could be really interesting in that role or a similar-ish Jokery version. I just think it's fascinating. I'm okay with it. I really have no problem with it. So I'm, I'm reserving potentially a 10 for a sequel if there's a really good one. So this movie is a nine. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, before before Alex does, I, I just want to add that I, I did not like that Joker reveal it, i thought it was stupid and it didn't need to yeah. be there at all 100 this this needs to be the joker section because because we definitely should have talked about that we've had three jokers in the span of two years we we had uh jared leto in that uh in snyder cut we had joaquin phoenix <laughs> and we had this guy with the seagull <laughs> I see. I don't. Even though he is Joker, and it's not argued that he's not Joaquin Phoenix to me isn't Batman Joker. He is in separate entity, so it doesn't count in my mind. Like it just it just doesn't because that's a Joker that is so independent of Batman that doesn't need Batman to exist. Where in my mind, every other Joker needs Batman. Like it's like a yin and yang situation that just doesn't exist. That's my. That's my. I'm weird. <laughs> he, met, he met Bruce Wayne in the movie. I'm sorry. That's, that's so stupid. That's that doesn't even count. Right? That was the dumbest thing. I wish they never even did that. They, they like, look, this character needs to be put on ice for like 10 years. Yeah, because, like, no, absolutely. 100%. It's enough. Yeah, be, be, because it's just like this proliferation of Jokers. Come on, man. Like, like they're forcing everyone like to, to just not care at this point. And, and like this cheap you know cameo at the end is like oh wait until you watch the next movie makes this movie less special and not as good as it should have been as a standalone movie because it's like hey we'll be back for the night like there's a lot of <laughs> like of the worst kind of fan service in this movie uh like eek. uh yeah okay. follow-up question then because this was something i i asked of a couple of my other friends who had the same opinion being mad about joker Knowing that this Batman is a more like grounded, eh, debatable, but you know what I mean? A little bit more grounded, a little bit more human. And they're trying to pick from his more human villains. You know, we're not talking like superpower villains because it's more like, you know what I mean? Who would you like to see in the sequel then? Like what villain would you want him to go up against? That's like more on that level or you could picture 
in that grittier universe. Uh, look, 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 look. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm freaking out over here. But, but, but like, we've seen that. Like, Christopher Nolan was already grounded and realistic. It's time, it's time for Mr. Freeze. It's time <laughs> okay. for Clayface. Like, like, I swear to God, I'm not even joking. Like, like, I was going to go don't... Scarecrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Balls to the walls. J- just do it. But like a, another Joker, and and like the fact you had mass shooters and and disaster flooding in the city. What does this Joker have to do in the sequel? Like he has to start raping yeah. women, just be, like eating people, like doing the most horrific stuff to stand out. Like like there's nowhere to go. Riddler uh, just did what like kind of the Joker is known uh, yeah. to do, and now how is this Joker gonna top that? He has to top that now because yeah, otherwise exactly. people are going to exactly. be like, oh, you're the worst Joker. So what are you going to do? That's and- true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look, look at this nerd. Th- then again, the Joker's in jail. No, nobody knows what the hell he did. You know, yeah. like some Joker, he's already in jail. Like he's, he starts off his criminal empire from prison. Or he's just like in jail. They don't address him ever. Again. Oh. <laughs> Yo, that would be great. If it's like, oh, yeah, there's actually no Joker. It was just, just, it was it was a just little like thing. a funny, it was just like a funny throwaway moment for you. Yeah. yeah it, and now, it, just kidding, here's Solomon Grundy. Go. Oh, yes. that would be great. Solomon Grundy yeah, would be great. I thought would have been interesting. I thought yes. that would have been cool because we've not seen that. Because I was like, we've seen Scarecrow. Which would be cool. I think Scarecrow could make sense. Like Scarecrow would be sick. We've seen like we've seen quite a few at this point. No, nothing that you had mentioned, Alex. Like that's all good too. But I, I'm voting Solomon Grundy. I think that'd be really interesting. Yeah. Batman has such a rose gallery that just stop with this Joker. You don't need like Alex yeah. said, ten years. Like let him. You know when yeah. Batson's nice and old, give him the Joker, but not <laughs> now. Enough yeah, of the yeah. Joker. <laughs> You have to lead to it. Like, like you, you remember uh, the, the Snyder movies? Again, back to the Snyder movies. Like, <laughs> you went from Man of Steel to Death of Superman right away before you even cared about Clark Kent as Superman. And it's like, oh, we killed him off. Don't you care? No, we don't because you didn't give us a reason to care in your movies. So th- that's why I was like, hey, look, it's the Joker. The, like, it's like you're not putting the effort into having us care. So it's like, you know, you put some cheap makeup on a guy like, ugh. bah, um, <laughs> sorry, but, I did this time. <laughs> oh, no. Look, by the was, way, it's your final thoughts and score. <laughs> I know, I, I know, I know. It, it, it was going to be a seven out of 10. But like with the Joker stuff, it's a six and a half. They oh, should sorry. not have done that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it has so many good elements, this movie. But like the bad elements really drags it down. But the really good elements elevates it. It's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag for me. I, I'm, I'm not at all crazy about it. I'm happy that it's going to be in, in like its own separate universe. So like no, I hopefully no interactions with like Black Adam or Shazam or whoever, right? I'm hoping. I cannot imagine that. That would be so stupid. Exactly. It yeah, looks yeah. so weird. Yeah, yeah. So no. hoping yeah. Matt Reeves... The Batman carry on with the detective stuff, but you know, yep. throw in some some Mister Freeze for me. Come on, some Victor Freeze. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, that is it. Everybody, you're watching out there. Give us a like because uh, the algorithms love it. Uh, check out our <laughs> socials. Uh, we're, we're out there. We're all over the place, especially TikTok. Uh, we're doing big things on TikTok. Uh, I'm Alex. I forgot to introduce this, but I'll introduce him now. I'm Alex. Uh, I have been joined by Lou and Michelle. 
and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Bye.